Welcome, welcome, welcome to welcome to the Barnabas Speaks Podcast. I am your host, Cloyd Brown, and I would like to welcome you to the Barnabas Speaks Podcast. This podcast is a podcast about encouragement, a podcast about empowerment, a podcast about faith. Uh, and I hope that uh, everyone is doing well. Uh, my prayer is that everyone is encouraged and everyone is living in good health and uh, knowing that uh, considering everything that's going on with COVID-19 or coronavirus, uh, I'm praying for each and every last one of you, everyone that's listening, even those who are not listening. And if this is your first time listening, I've been praying for you. I've been praying for your health. I've uh, been praying that, that you are encouraged, that you're in good health, and realize that this this social distancing and this self-quarantine and uh, all the things that come with it, uh, that there's some people that are stressed out and dealing with anxiety, that people are dealing with um, being back in the, the home of the abusers or those that are back in situations where they were trying to escape from it. So I'm praying for each and every last one of you, for the person that left for school and tried to get away from this the, the life that was in your hometown and now you're back. Uh, for those that are without work, those that uh, make their money off of tips and, and those that uh, make their money off of whether it's the stock market, whatever it may be, however you make your money and it is now disrupted and you're trying to figure out how to provide for your family, I'm praying for you. I'm praying that a provision would be met. Uh, and or given and so uh, let's get started on this week's episode uh, this week's episode we are talking we're continuing our 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 series on now what or what now um, this series began really from just the thought of what do you do after you say I do uh, not so much in the uh, in the sense of marriage but after you say I do I do believe in Jesus Christ I do I do want to follow him. I do want to to live a life chasing after Jesus Christ. And what do you do? Uh, and there's some realities that I want to speak about. Uh, I saw uh, something about faith and faith versus fear. And I believe that there is a <clears throat> there's a slight misconception about faith and what it has to do with fear. Uh, and so. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about what does faith look like? Uh, okay, you've, 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 you've accepted Jesus Christ. Now, how do you walk in faith? Uh, does it, what, what does your faith look like? Because uh, I think sometimes we, we put an unfair expectation on faith. We, we, we say that faith is the absence of fear, the absence of doubt, but I really don't believe that. I believe that you can have faith and doubt in the same, in, in the same moment, in the same space. You can have faith and fear in the same space. I believe you can have it in the same space because it's not that, like the fact is that there's something that you're not sure of. That's doubt. Like, like no one, uh, even, even Paul says that no one needs faith. Yeah, no one needs faith. For what they already know. No one needs faith for what they can see. It doesn't t- like if you can literally see your way out. You don't need faith to get out. Like be- because it's it, it's evident. But Hebrews tells us that faith is the the substance of things not seen and evidence of things hoped for. 
this, this is what it, what, it, what it tells us is that so if, if it, there's hope, hope is not an absolute surety is that you hope that this thing, this is how things work out. You hope that no one would die from the coronavirus that you know. You you hope that that by when this is all over that you that you'll be able to forge your mortgage. You hope that when you send your child to school that nothing will happen to them. You hope. But the, but as a parent, there's still a certain concern that you have as as as, as a as a provider, a certain concern that you have, certain doubts that you have, and 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 it does not mean that you that there's no doubt, but because or that because you have doubt that there's no faith. I'm I'm speaking on this because I don't want to get to the point. I don't want to get into the place where you believe because you have doubt that you have no faith. And that when there is doubt that there's something wrong with your faith. In, in fact, what where faith shines the most is when you go even in your doubt. When you when you're when you're being to God, even when you're doubting, when you when you're able to pay tithes, even when you're doubting where the next check is coming from, when you're able to 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 to, to help this person that that needs somewhere to stay and you're not sure how it's all going to turn out when you when you're able to, when you when you get married on you we get married on credit on hope that this thing will work out we're not sure that we're sure that we're sure that, that the marriage is going to work out we're not sure that there won't be uh that, that, that something's not going to happen we're not we, we're not even positive that this person uh won't be uh unfaithful we're not positive about all those things but there's a hope and there's going to be moments where you doubt. There's going to be moments when you're afraid. And there's going to be moments when you're fearful. There's going to be moments when you're not sure. But it's based on this hope. And that hope is our hope is our faith. And, and we, we walk in it and we, we, we commit to it. We commit to marriage. And we commit to our jobs. And we commit to being parents. And we commit to, to, to being ministers. We commit to the jobs that we do. And the hope that things will work out. But there is... Some room for doubt. Right? It doesn't mean that that because you have faith that there is no doubt, that there is no fear, because the reality of because you still have to deal with the reality of the things that, that of life. You still have to deal with the reality that while you don't have a job, this your bills are still due. Your mortgage is still due. And those don't go away. And so, yes, you're going to have some anxiety. Yes, you're going to have some concern. And yes, you're going to have some doubt. And yes, you're not going to be sure how things going to be. But it doesn't mean that you don't have faith. It doesn't mean that you don't believe. It does not mean that you don't believe. It, does, it doesn't mean that you, you, that, that you don't believe that God can make a way. You believe, and 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 there's even a verse that that speaks to this. There's, there's even a verse that speaks to the 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 thing that we're in, where we are not sure. We're, 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 if we we look in uh, Mark the ninth chapter. Uh, starting the 23rd verse and go down to the 25th verse. This this is a conversation. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him, to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. 
the the reality of it is that there's still part of you that that's not believing. There's some there's still part of you that will never believe. Because understand that, that that we have our experience outside of faith is oftentimes greater than our experience inside of faith. Our experience outside of faith is often greater than our experience inside of faith. We have we grew up with with a lifestyle of being let down. So we're used to being let down. So we're, we're telling you the, the 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 person that has now accepted Jesus Christ, we're telling you to now just trust in Jesus, trust in Jesus Christ. We're telling you that God is now your father. But if you had a poor relationship with your father, it's going to be hard to, to believe what your heavenly father is saying. If you are used to your parents having broken promise after broken promise after broken promise, it's going to be hard for you to understand the promise of this father that I'll always be with you. You've never experienced that. So there's going to be doubt in that. And you have to learn to trust God. You have to learn. But even when you trust God, even after you've been been with him for, for years and you're faced with the reality of it, and with your mouth, you may say, I believe God. But your actions may say that I have some doubts. Your, with your mouth, you may say, God is my all in all. But with your actions, it's not the same. There are going to be some areas where you doubt, where you have fear. But the, 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 the true litmus test, the true, the true challenge, the true testing of your faith is not whether there's fear or not, whether there's doubt or not. It's what you do with your faith in the face of fear, in the face of doubt. I would be lying if, there, if I said that when I picked up my family and moved to, to North Carolina, that there wasn't moments of fear and that there wasn't moments of doubt. And even if there wasn't, there's some came birth out of the challenges of the move. Where I was sure that God told me, I'm positive that God told me to move my family here. I would be lying if to say that as I as we begin to transition, as we got here and things weren't working out the way that I thought or envisioned that they were, that there wasn't some fear of how this thing's gonna work out. But it but the the true test is what do I do now that I'm facing this fear, that I'm facing this doubt, that I have this challenge, but I also have this promise from God that He told me to do this thing, and will I have faith in the face of my doubt? You can be in, you can have two things in front of you and, and you can be, the, the reality of it is that you can be living with fear, but you listen to faith. I don't want anyone to feel that because they have this fear, that they have some doubt, that they have a challenge, that, they, that they're struggling, they have some stumbling blocks, that that means that they, there's something wrong with their faith. No, you need faith to face fear. You need faith to face doubt. You're going to need faith to get through that rocky, rocky part of your marriage. The when, when everything is saying walk away, but there's, there's a tinkling, there's a tiny inkling rather of, of hope that says that if we stick this through, we'll, we'll, we'll make it through. We can get through this. That's your faith pushing you through. If I can just get through this rough patch, if we can get just get through 
the pain of losing a child. We can get, if I can just get through this moment, the, the immediate pain, the, 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 the denials, that it, if I can get through this, that's that faith. That's the, 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 the grace and, and, and God's favor in your faith pushing you through. Because sometimes faith is about pulling and pushing you through. Sometimes you're not going to walk. Walk through the challenge in faith. Sometimes you're going to have to, to drag yourself in faith through it. No, I don't want to do it, but God told me to do it. Yes, it hurts me to do it, but, but God told me to do it. Yes, I'm not even sure if this is going to work, but here I am working at it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. Because God, I believe, but help my unbelief. There's certain parts of your life that, that yes, I believe that God can make a way. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. But there's a small part of me that's not sure. And I need my faith to help that put that unfaithful part. It's not fear or faith. It's faith in the midst of fear. If you don't have doubt, if you don't have faith, if you're not sure, why, if, you, if you're sure that you're sure that you're sure, if you can see your way through, why do you, would you need faith? Let's talk about Jesus. Now, talking to Thomas, as Thomas comes and puts the hole through, through the, put his finger through the hole of Jesus' hands, and he touched them. And, and he now says, I believe. And now, and then, Jesus says, blessed are you, but blessed are those who don't see but believe. That, that, that have faith. Because we're going to need faith to get some things that we, we can't see. We don't need faith for what we can see. Because we've seen it. We've touched it. We don't need faith when we have a million dollars in the bank to pay rent. Because we know it. We can pull it out and give it and pay the rent and pay the mortgage. We don't, but we do need faith when you're rubbing those pennies together. You don't need faith to start the business. You, 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 don't, you don't need faith to start the business when you have all the backing. But you do need faith when you go to that bank and you're asking for that business loan. You don't need faith. You don't need faith. When your children are healthy and they, they, they have access to everything they need, you need faith when you're trying to figure out how to feed them because your money is running low. You need faith. Faith is how we face life. And in life there are fears. And in life there are doubts. So what I want to tell you, beloved, don't let anyone discredit your faith because you doubt sometimes. Because it is how you, how do you face the doubt is through faith. 
this is not this is not a, this is not a, a complicated and real deep uh, deep episode. This is this is real simple. Is that you need some faith to get through life, and life has its own troubles. Life life has its own own obstacle course. Life has its own obstacle course. Life has its own stumbling blocks. If you're living this life, you're gonna meet some trouble. That is why Paul says in Romans, all things work out to the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. It works out for the good, but there's going to be some trouble. Because there was no, if there, if there was going to be no trouble, it does not need to be stated that all things work out for the good. Because everything's all good for for things to work out, there needs to be something to work itself out. That means that there has to be some trouble that comes that that gets worked out for the good. So Paul is saying that there's going to be trouble. There's going to be stumble blocks. There's going to be some things that are going to shake your world. There's going to be some things that cause you to doubt. But if you love the Lord, if you're called according to His purpose, and you stick it in there, stick it out. It's going to work out for your good. He did not say that it's all going to be good. He said that it's going to work out for your good. But that is a faith proclamation that is going to work out. But the proclamation comes while you're in turmoil. I believe that God's going to work this out. I believe. I'm not sure how, but 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 let it work out. You don't think that there was no fear in Jesus as he's getting ready to go to Calvary? I know this fear, I know this anguish, I know this 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 doubt of whether he wants to do it because he is in the garden and he begins to cry and begins to, to, to sweat and he begins to sweat blood and as he begins to, to pray to God, he says, If it be your will, let this cup pass from over me but not my will but your will be done the fact is that, 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 that there is some some uh, trepidation that comes with it there is some 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 fear just some some challenges and some some mental anguish that goes with it but he goes on in faith because he knows that this is necessary don't let anyone beat you up because you have some fear don't let anyone beat you up because you have some doubt but now for the empowerment, now for the encouragement, there are going to be some things, there's going to be some assignments, there's going to be some things that God gives you that you're going to have to do afraid. No, you're going to have to do it afraid. You're going to have to do it fearful. You're going to have to do it with, with, with shaking boot. You're going to have to do it trembling. You're going to have to do it when you're not even sure how A, how a plus B is going to get to C. You, you, have, you, have to, you, have to, you have to understand that because you're going to have to do it afraid. You're going to have to leap afraid. You're going to have to take some faith leaps. Because it's going to take some faith faith leaps to get you where you need to go. No, I'm not sure, but I'm I'm, I'm going anyway. Christ, if if, if you're telling me to come, I'm I'm going to come. But, But here comes Peter now walking on the water. And he begins to doubt and he begins to sink. And we can criticize Peter for his doubt. But he's the only one that took the risk and got off the boat. 
Some people will criticize you for your doubt, but they are still on the boat. At least you're out there on the water going towards Jesus, going towards your purpose, going towards what he's called you to do. Yes, starting a ministry is going to be hard. Yes, starting a business is going to be hard. Yes, starting a career is going to be hard. I want to say that because sometimes we only talk about the starting of the business. Starting over in the career and, and, and trying to build up and to get the promotion is going to be scary. It's going to be hard, but you got to do it afraid. You got to do it. You got to do it with doubt. That was going to be there, but you're going to press on. If it was easy, you wouldn't need to press. You wouldn't have to press towards anything because it's easy. There's no, there's no resistance. You only press when there's resistance. And sometimes the resistance is just in your mind. You have to press through that. There's danger, seen and unseen. You got to press through that, and you're gonna need. Nowhere in the Bible do we see people not down. Ask Jeremiah, who's ready to quit. Ask Moses, as, as, as he's doubting whether he can do what he does, but he does it anyway. He didn't stop being afraid. He just chose to follow God, even in the face of his fear. It's not faith or fear. Yes, you have to take faith over fear. You have, to, you have to have faith in the midst of fear. You have to have faith in the midst of doubt. You have to have the faith in the midst of all the hell breaking loose. If there was nothing, if there's no turmoil around you, you wouldn't need peace that passes all understanding. You wouldn't need all these cliches, all the things, all the scriptures that we quote, all the all our favorite uh, punchlines and taglines, all the things that we say. We wouldn't need it. We wouldn't. We would not need any of those things. We would not need faith if there was not any challenges. Who needs faith for the easy life? We need faith for the hard things in life. And so now I'm I'm pushing you, I'm encouraging, I'm pulling you to do it afraid, do it do it scared. Whatever it is you gotta do, do it. Do it unsure sometimes. Don't let anyone rob you of the reality of what, what, what is it what you're facing. Because you're gonna face some challenges and you're going to need faith. But the 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 reality of the challenge, the the presence of the challenge, the presence of doubt, the presence of danger, the presence of fear does not equate to your lack of faith. In fact, the greater the doubt, the greater the faith you'll need. The greater the fear, the greater the faith you'll need. The greater the danger, the greater the faith you you need. And so maybe some of the things that you're encountering is not a sign of your lack of faith, but a sign of the the vastness and the depth of your faith. One, they're not opposites. They're not antonyms. They're there together. And they work together to push you towards God. Here are the children of Israel, Red Sea in front of them, Pharaoh behind them. 
and they cry out to Moses, what are we going to do? Understand that for Moses, the Red Sea was in front of him too. Pharaohs were behind him too. But in the midst of that fear, he turns towards Jesus. He turns towards God. And God says, do this. And he does it. He wasn't sure of how God was going to work it out. But he did it anyway. He did it afraid. I imagine that his arm was shaking as he, as he felt the ground shake. As, as, as the chariots began to come towards him. As he can see the ocean waves battling up against the shore. And he puts his arm out shaking. Nervous and, and, and scared. Not knowing What's going on? And he puts his sand out and the Red Sea parts. And then they begin to cross. It's okay that you're afraid. It's okay that you have some doubt. It's okay that you have some challenges. But don't let it consume you. But let your faith help you overcome it. What now? Have faith. And as you walk with God, your faith will grow. That's what it truly means to have faith the size of a mustard seed. And this is not my thing. This is something I got from Pastor Stephen Furtick. Your faith in seed form is still destined to become a tree. The mustard seed is small. But if nurtured, it becomes a tree. So the seed, the mustard seed that you have, this small piece of faith is big faith in seed form. But it's still growing. Don't let anyone beat you up because you have doubt. Don't let anyone beat you up because you have fear. You need you need fear. You need doubt. You need challenges so that faith has something to help you overcome. So be dependent on God. As we always finish, I want to thank you for your time, your audience, and listening to the, the, the podcast. I, I, I implore you, I ask of you that you would share this podcast. Tell someone about it. If this is a blessing to you, if you're grown from this, and I think we're definitely going to have part two of faith. If this is a blessing to you, and I pray that it is, share it with somebody. Definitely share it with somebody. And as you share it, I pray that it is a blessing. I pray that everyone's in good health. I pray that everyone is taking care of themselves. Continue to practice social distancing. Continue to take care of yourself. Uh, make sure you hydrate and drinking water. Uh, keep continue to wash those hands. Continue to um, keep cleaning up. Uh, and I'm praying that all, all is well. I know that there's challenges out there. I'm praying for each and every last one of you. I'm praying that things will work out and that your faith is strengthened. Because right now, I'm sure there's a lot of doubt. I'm sure there's a lot of fear. And your faith will help you overcome it. And don't get beat up because you don't, don't beat yourself up because you have some fear and because you have some doubt. Because it's, you're in this flesh, man, and so that's normal. But because God loves us, he gave us a tool called faith. And our faith will help us overcome it in the face of it.
God bless you, God love you. And remember, never let your independence rob you from the independence of God. Felt like I was going crazy. Ain't nobody coming to save me. I don't think no one's praying for me. And I don't need no one to say it for me. Cause my name is Anthony. And I'm an alcoholic. The first step in trying to clean this mess up is fess up that you got a problem. Well, cool, I said it out loud. But what I'm supposed to do now? Hiring this bad reputation. Don't nobody want me around. I'm, I'm walking with my head down. I'm, I'm not feeling really proud. I can't change things I said and did. Disowned by friends and relatives. Hey, but it is what it is. God is my partner.